Welcome to Lunch with Jer. We are back at GQ Barbecue off of 120th and Sheridan. Jason Ganahl has hooked us up once again with ribs, wings, brisket, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes. What? Pork steak. Pork steak. That pork steak was legit. Yeah. Marbled really with some fat. Yep. Great sauces. Uh-huh. GQ Barbecue at 120th and Sheridan. This place is awesome. Awesome place. And they opened a second location. Uh, yeah. Uh, Park Meadows Mall. So uh, they opened first of December, and yeah. so you said the things have been rocking. The ice cream farm right next to it. Yeah, how great is that? We went down there for one of the grand openings, yep. and we got to have barbecue, and then we followed up with some custom homemade ice cream yep. that Jason just got done telling us about how they create that ice cream. Yep. And they pick the best dairy and the best ingredients, and they have a woman in the back that her sole job in life is to make ice cream forty hours a week. That'd be a great job. So I would I'm be, still eating the rib. I would be gigantic if my job was to make and or eat ice cream. Holy shit, I can't even imagine doing that. Mm-hmm. And then what do you say? The salted caramel Oreo yep. is the thing to get. So if you're at Park Meadows Mall and you're cruising around and you got your arms full of bags and a bunch of whiny-ass kids, roll by GQ Barbecue, get yourself some barbecue, and leave room it's, for it's, ice cream. It's right outside the mall area, kind of in the... Um Kind of like the little village area. So it's not in the mall, but it's in the parking lot of the Park Meadows Mall. And if you like ice cream and you're an American, you get yourself some ice cream. Who is the majority of our listeners? We need to dedicate this show today to the newest member of the Lunch with Jair family, yeah. little Connor Newman. Connor. Sam and his wife, uh, Kristen, had a baby boy last week, Connor Newman. Congratulations. Yep. Um, I think they're doing well. I haven't seen him, but I've talked to him a little bit. And uh, in typical new dad fashion, tired, like overwhelmed with things, but super energetic. And Connor Newman. So, uh, Sam, I will be sending all of our baby shit over to you. Um, It's on its way. We are waiting for you to have a boy. Glad you had a boy. I know you waited to find out what you're going to have. And now you're now responsible for all of our stuff. So That's really an amazing move on our part is you're trying to look... Uh, like charitable, but really you're just dumping crap. Right. Like if it was really that important, we would keep it, but we really want to help Sam and Kristen. I mean, I donated a bunch of stuff to Sam. I feel like it was kind of a dick move for me to ask him for a receipt. Yeah. But I feel like, (laughs) I mean, I'm going to write it off anyway. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big deal, man. Can can you imagine, obviously your kids are a little bit older. Well, you have a 18 month old, two year old? Uh, Almost two year old in April. Yeah. So you can relate a little bit better than I can because my youngest son just turned eight. I can't even remember. Uh, It sucks right now. Yeah. And and, uh, I feel like it's that that wave of like newborn baby, especially your first one. You're like, oh, this, how are we going to do this? And then you start to figure it out. And the second one, the, the, <laughs> newborn is okay, and you're like, oh, this is easy, but you forget it really sucks for a couple years before it starts getting better again. So you're like, how is Lori going to do all of this? We are in the sucky phase right now of the the toddler, like almost two, and he's oh. we call him our little asshole. He's yeah. a little asshole right now. L.A.? So. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I've also found that, like, so I cannot remember what that age was like, and so the, the asshole part of me goes, well, it wasn't that bad. Right. It clearly was. For it sure. It clearly was a lot of work and yep. a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of bitching and moaning fighting but, yep but you, i don't remember any of that right uh my eight-year-old now is in the sarcastic phase where everything is sarcastic what would you like for lunch elephants uh, okay no so not even funny sarcastic it, it but it's repetitive you go yeah. oh, cats ha 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 what would you like for lunch elephants i want elephant poop for lunch and then uh, you just let it go like yeah. so the eight-year-old like so is delivery res- is off contents off yep. it's just like you could be have a really good sarcastic kid so my six-year-old is kind of in that mood right now, and so he turned six in November. 
the week after I got laid off. And so he comes into our room and he goes, Dad, you know what today is? I go, yes, son. It's, you're six years old. It's your big birthday. Time for you to go find a job. And he goes, you need to go find a job, Dad, and walked out of the room. <laughs> so his delivery and content was a little bit better than mine. So, But he mic dropped. Yeah, he mic dropped. So he, he said on the way out, uh, I was l- laughing as he walked out the door. He didn't laugh. He just thought it. It was pretty good. That's so. fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you can teach a git, maybe you can't teach timing. No. They either have it or they have it or they don't. Right. And so if you can get a kid that can hit the post yep. and then drop the mic and walk out, you're like, yeah. that kid's going to get laid yeah. a lot. Yeah. So um, that's awesome. As, as hurtful as it was to the heart, uh, I was also a little bit proud. Like as I could feel him stabbing and twisting, I was like, I'm so proud of you, son. <laughs> but that just goes to show that funny beats bad taste every time every time yep. across the board right uh, i heard a thing on tape chappelle or yesterday where he's talking about uh, michael richards yep and he's like obviously what he said he's like i'm on the same stage this is where kramer bombed and everyone laughed he's like but his weird is that i looked at that as a comedian yep. not as a man specifically yep. a black man yep. he's like i heard all that stuff he said and i thought Damn, brother, you had a bad set. Yeah, right. Right. So, yeah. I mean, he, he, he looked at yeah. the horrible stuff that he said and the right. bad taste, and he looked at, well, if it was funny, it would have been okay. Right. There's only a handful of comedians out there that can make those jokes that are of bad taste, but they're so funny that, yeah. um, like, we, we listen to Anthony Jeselnik, and he always says, whenever there's a tragedy, I know it's happened, not because I go to Twitter or anything, but I get text messages from people just saying, don't do it, Anthony, don't do it. Because so. <laughs> yeah, I know it's coming. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I listen, all in the same, so by the way, uh, Pandora has, I listen to like a Bill Burr station on Pandora, uh-huh. and it goes through all of these amazing comedians, which is the best, it's like bite-sized yep. samples of all these guys. Have and you found anybody on there that you had not listened to before that you went out and listened uh, to? Several, okay. several. And it's guys where I, like, I heard the voice before, so it's like, uh, the last guy's name's his last name is Mulaney. John um, Mulaney? Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Yeah. I hadn't really listened to him before. But then it's guys like Burr or Joe Rogan. Yeah. or But the reason I brought it up is Louis C.K. is in that rotation. Uh-huh. And it's amazing how many classic Louis C.K. bits circle around jerking off. Yep. Uh-huh. And that's how he ultimately goes down. And you're like, there was something there the whole time and no one saw it. Um, I uh, have my two-month serious... Um, Serious XM uh, trial going on right now because I got my car fixed, so they gave me two more months. So I was listening to Stern a month or so ago, and Sarah Silverman was on, and she was talking about Louis C.K. and saying that he would ask her all the time, can I jerk off in front of you? And she didn't think anything weird of it. She's just like, this is Louis. And so she goes, I know him close enough that that's why I didn't think it was a big deal, but I can understand why other people thought it was a big deal. And I think he's trying to make a little bit of a comeback. Right. And I think that's one of those things where it's not that it's not a victimless crime. I'm not sure. saying that, but what he did in comparison is not that bad. Maybe, maybe he can make a comeback, whereas Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein or a, But also, don't you think the market should be able to tell maybe whether he can come back? Doesn't like, the market dictate everything? Yes. Right. Whether you're an asshole, whether your business is good, right. whether your product's good. Whether you're president. <laughs> right. Ah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Truth. But, uh, yeah, like, so... If, if he really did something bad and people didn't like it, then nobody will show up to, to watch him. Yeah. Eventually, he would be broke and go yeah. away. Or he'd stop doing it. Yeah. Or people would stop having him in their club, yep. and the market would dictate for him yeah. to go away. Like, when I hear him now, I'm like, he's still funny. Yeah. I, he's not watching my kids. Right. <laughs> or he's not going on a date with my girlfriend. Right. Like, he's a comedian. Yeah. So just take him for what he is. not a role model. Yep. I mean, I would like to be him because he's really funny. But, yeah. Um, I mean, Bill, I'd hang out with him with pants on. but Bill Burr did a great bit. I know it was uh, Daniel Tosh, who's also 
quietly one of the most offensive and funniest yes. guys yes. out there. Right. And he did this whole ben- he did this whole thing like he's like we all we all think about nine eleven. None of us really acknowledge the, the the great things that 9/11 has brought to our life, <laughs> right. and everyone just starts going, "Oh my God!" He's like, "Nope, no, no, nope. I've already invented it. Yeah. Stay with me. I'm almost there." Like, this is get through. And he came up with a couple of things. I'm like, "That's why that guy is so good and so famous." Is he came up with some clever ways to kind of tiptoe around an obviously horrible scenario yeah. that were funny and yep. not really offensive. Right. One just of them was like. People. You know those days when you would drop your girlfriend off the airport and you had to park your car and walk her Let's all the way to the gate and then you had to sit there until wait she the, got on and then she wait had for the plane take wait off. the plane to go yeah. and now it's like boop pull over see ya <laughs> see ya yeah and as a guy who drops his girlfriend off at the airport constantly I'm like That's yeah it kind of makes sense yeah it's very funny uh-huh. um, there was a bunch of other stuff like that that it was, he's also he's like you know who should be really thankful the month of September because you're like what numbers no now it's nine eleven exactly. so you're like which one's August it's nine minus one so it's eight so everything you know that August is the yes. ninth month yeah. like stuff like that it's yeah. super clever and it, you're like you said it's still the the premise of the joke could be really bad but it really has nothing bad about it yeah, yeah. he's not talking about bodies flying no. from the sky he's right and he, when he say something he's like. I came up with enough things that can maybe justify one tower. Not two towers. He goes, right. I'm not an animal. <laughs> Just maybe one of them. Can go. How is the job search going? We talked about it a little bit before we Still started Still looking. So if anybody of our uh, thousands of listeners, if anybody's looking for a salesperson, let me know. Um, still looking. Yeah. So, um, Professional podcaster. Yeah. I've been telling people I'm retired. Okay. That, that's a lot better than saying I'm unemployed. You got a little bit of gray in the temples. I think you can go with retired or Retired, yeah. Um, and then it also makes it sound like I'm coming out of retirement to go do something cool. I like so, it. So like if you're unemployed and you find another job, that's not exciting. But if someone's like retired and they're like, oh, he's coming out of retirement to come work here, then you're like, oh, yeah, like we're pulling out the big guns now. So That is a great way to do that. Yeah. It's all about phrasing. You, you should sure. do that in your job interviews. I mean, I haven't really found anything I like, but I'm willing to come out of retirement for this opportunity. I like that, especially uh, if we're talking retainers, retainer yep. fee. Retainer. retainer. Um. I should memorize that line, too, about how your circumstance would be increased greatly if, <laughs> <laughs> if I had $200. In my keep, keep your ear to the grindstone. <laughs> um, you got to then wear the NBA pants because if they're like, Jeremy, I think you would be a great fit here at IBM. Then you stand up and you just rip off your pants. And, and have underneath it, pants? you have a suit. Yeah. And you're ready to go. I like it. Um, so, yeah, the uh, being uh, looking for a job during the holidays is a terrible time to look for a job. Um, but not working during the holidays is a great time to not be working. So, but now the holidays are over. I need to find a job. No, no, no. we just had Martin Luther King Day, right? And I got to think that President's Day is coming up pretty yep. soon, and St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, but you so don't get St. Patrick's Day off or Valentine's Day if you're unemployed. You get it off. Yeah, I've gotten every holiday off. One of my favorite St. Patrick's Day moments of all time was with your wife. Excuse me. 20 years ago? Sorry? I didn't say what? Mardi Gras moments or Vegas moments. St. Patrick's Day moment is... Might as well be Mardi Gras for, generic for her. Generic term. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we met in a parking lot. We were going to go to Fido's at like 8 a.m. They were right. at 8. So we met Don't like, just say we randomly met in a parking lot. Okay, yes. Yeah. So I tapped my foot underneath the bathroom stall. You were supposed she, to do uh, kegs and eggs, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, we were going to do it. Yeah. We got there a little early and realized yeah. that we showed up thinking it was going to open at 8 and yeah. open at 9. Yeah. So we sat in her car and drank Baileys and coffee for like an hour and a half at starting at 7.30 a.m. got drunk in the morning, right? Yeah. Got out of the car, both of us wobbly legs, 9 o'clock, and then proceeded to drink all day at Fido's. Yep. Uh, and we just, by the time like the real party started at 7 p.m., just went home. Yep. Train wreck. Yeah. That's a pretty, pretty good day. That was a work day, right? It might have been like a Thursday. Thursday. Okay. 
I may have taken that day. Yeah. It's a holiday. It's a holiday. That's off. right. Yeah. But it's not a holiday in Ireland, I don't think. I don't think it's a real holiday. I think it's a made-up holiday. It's like Cinco de Mayo in Mexico. Yeah. You go down there like, Cinco de Mayo! And they're like, yeah. It's the 5th it's, of May. Yeah. yeah. 5 de Mayo. Right. <laughs> um, Corolla was talking about Mexico the other day where he's like, Mexico should be an amazing place. Like, they have great weather. They have great tourism. But when your mascot is a guy in a sombrero leaning against a cactus, you're yeah. like, you just don't have the motivation to make it great. Did you listen to Corolla with Killer Mike on? No. Okay, I heard it was pretty good. Who's Killer Mike? He is a rapper that has a show on Netflix, and everybody said, I've never heard of you until I heard you on Corolla, and now I'm really interested in talking to him. I don't know. I just I haven't listened to it yet, so it doesn't really help the show, does it? Well, this isn't a good pod. You have to like okay. expand yeah. the story. Like, uh, so what did, let me, what did Killer let me Mike elaborate. Say? What is the Killer Mike? So... So you didn't Elaborate. listen to it either? No, I didn't know. Okay. I didn't know if you listened to it or not. Uh, I didn't listen to it, but I obviously I listened to him so much that I, sometimes I try to pick apart what makes him so great. And I think we've probably talked about that before. But it's his, it's his ability to tell an innocuous, generic story yes. in a way that is so relatable, but is so funny at the same time. And I feel like everything he says, he just made it up. He didn't do show prep because he clearly doesn't right. do show prep. But he didn't, he didn't make the story up. It's a real story. Real story. Right. But that's also amazing that he has 10 years of stories that he can tell that are new that nobody's ever heard before and entertaining stories and go, let me tell you this time about I was building this garage on this guy's house. Yeah. And he's, you've never heard that story before, but it's an entertaining story. Like if that was my story, I'd tell that story to everybody I knew. And yeah. he's told it 10 years into it. It and finally came to his mind. And at the same time, he tells a story about something that happened to him yesterday with his yep. kid yep. that probably happens to everybody. Right. But he says it in such a way, you're like, God damn, that's the best take I've ever heard on that yes, thing. Right. Meanwhile, it's happened to me, and I didn't think it was that funny when it happened. I feel like that's how we operate our podcast. Like We Always. talk about great stories, but yeah. we don't have to do it daily. He does it daily. If we did it daily, what if we did, you and I lived close enough together yep. that we could do 15 minutes a day? Like We, we met for coffee every day, or even every other day, Yeah. for 15 minutes, and we just, like, what's the freshest thing that was in your head? Maybe we should call each other. 15 minutes every day. We, we, we have to we have a con- we have to come up with content for 15 minutes. If there's minutes only every day. some technology yeah. where we could reach each other. So regularly. I feel like do you know anybody that's posted anything online lately about how to do podcasts and how to do um, amazing like some you bring video that stuff? Up, Jared. Yeah. Amazing. So that, that was actually really fun. So I recently did a Facebook live show with two women that I work with yep. that are dabbling in podcasting but really want to, to reach out to people that are petrified of doing it. And I'm like, no, it's super simple. Like, right. it could be really complicated yep. with the studio, but it could also be two dickheads sitting in a restaurant right. talking into a Zoom recorder with, yep. you know, you spend $300 on right. some microphones and you have a good quality podcast. Uh, I don't know who those people are. The dickheads? Did I say no, dickheads? The, the, oh, the women. I don't know why you call the women dickheads. No, no. You're I talking about us? I'm talking about us, yeah. Uh, I don't know who they are, but there was good content. There was good sound and there was good lighting. I watched all twenty minutes of it. It was yeah, it was about twenty minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, I also waited for me to be mentioned, which I was. You were mentioned, so. Yeah. Um, but it was very interesting on how to put together Facebook Live story for your business or brand. And they are going to repurpose the audio of that Facebook Live into their, into their first podcast. Yeah. But really, the reality is, and we we've proven it here, is that if you have something to say the technology is not the limiting factor anymore right. you can spend 300 bucks and be up and running and doing your own podcast then it comes down to do you have anything to say maybe we should do 15 minutes of facebook live every day 
maybe on, on our computers and see if people would watch that. We could do that, but you wouldn't want to see me in the morning. We'll do it at Rough. night. You want to do it at night? But you think if we could do that on our phones? Yeah. 50, I mean, plug in a thing in our phone and do 15 We'd minutes. We'd have to put up a tripod because you want it to be good content good or uh, good lighting. You would want it shaky because I'm holding it uh, I'm holding, holding it landscape style instead of... No, uh, not or, vertical, or not horizontal. Vertical. Yeah, which I still have to tell my wife. Why don't you shoot that horizontal? Like when vertical. you see it shooting at vertical, yeah. you just go, no. Nope. You like stand in front yep. of it, no. Every video on my phone is uh, horizontal. Very good. Yeah. See, you're learning. I learned that from you. You're picking yeah. up on something. Right. I've taught something. Speaking yeah. of teaching, I have to leave right now right. to go up and teach my class. But I thought it was super important that we did some pod yep. to say not only welcome to Connor Newman, yep. but to pimp out GQ Barbecue up Always. in Westminster Always. because they do such a good job. Yep. And uh, one thing you're going to prove by going to the GQ down at the mall is you can do your barbecue two days in a row, no problem. Yep. Doing it tomorrow. Lunch and chair. All right. Bye.